What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Comeback Couples Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Jennison. With Kendra Jennison. My wife. And I cannot wait for you guys on camera. <laughs> Zoom in on that shit. We're going to get to that stuff in a little bit here. Um, but let's just talk about what the topic is. As a matter of fact, it's, it's pretty cool. I'll take a minute and acknowledge all the TikTokers. I think that's what they call them, right? The TikTokers out there. That seems to be... Who really loves this? And it, it is. It's a it's a uh, smorgasbord of people: men, women, dogs, children. I seem. I think they all like what we talk about. Uh, you said last night we were talking. <clears throat> you're like, so what do we do with this, right? Or like, what do you want to talk about? What do you what do you want to do with the podcast today? And we were talking about it last night, and you said you want to bring some value. And I thought about value. I personally believe that what we show up on this call with or this, this podcast with, and we do, it brings a ton of value. And I think the fact that millions and millions of views have been achieved through this and people like it and shares I me mean, hell, like one of the videos hit five, 600,000 just yesterday, in like 24 hours, 600,000 people clicked on it. A lot of shit talkers on there, but the more majority of the people actually like really, truly like seem to like it. I mean, 10, 12, 13,000 people liking the video and that so bring some sort of a value but I wanted to talk about something specific and I'm glad that I chose this one by making you think you chose it or telling me to choose it. But um, <clears throat> I want to talk about value of a relationship and what you brought to me in my life. So I have one, two, three, four, five different topics to talk about. But today the name of this show is going to be paid and laid our path to prosperity and power from 15,000 to $700,000 a month. And I want to put some, some numbers in there um, because I think as a powerful man, I mean, maybe it's not every, maybe it's just as a man. I don't know. Like I've never dated any powerful men because I've always just been a man and I don't date men. So, um, I don't necessarily know how every single dude thinks, but I know how I think. And we were sitting on the couch last night and I got out my, <clears throat> my accounts, right? I pulled up my QuickBooks. I pulled up our Stripe accounts from the, the companies. I added up the amount of money that we made since I started dating you, but I did one pivotal, like one really important piece that I wanted to share with you and with these viewers, right? You and I started dating in October of 2018. September, right? Or August, what, what month? Well, cause I don't even know what month comes before September. So it was September. Yeah. September, September, we pulled that month. In the month of September, 2018, before I knew you, I made just under $16,000. I thought it was 32. And I've told this story a lot of like in my, my programs or in my lifestyle, and my movement, but I thought that it was like 32,000, but the reality was it was only just under $16,000. So when I met you, like, and that's still decent money. Like some, someone out there making 16 K a month, it's not bad, right? That's a little over $150,000 a year. It's, it's not awful, but I was growing an idea and a concept and what is now went on to an idea and a concept known as I'm a comeback, which has now went on to liberate thousands and thousands of men. And it's this movement that is gaining fire. And each year we're in the version of making comeback 3.0 right now. Like it's getting better and better and better, stronger, faster, bigger. But I looked at October, 2018, when you came into my life and I'll let you tell them how much money did I make? It doubled. It didn't double. It tripled. What was it? 60? 66,000. Yeah. <laughs> you need to work on your math. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh God, this relationship's over. Like, this, Oh my God, like this, this is Will says. and Jada Smith all over oh again. <laughs> um, we, so, so we started at 15 before you met me and just then just under 16, 15 and some change. Yep. And then one month together, essentially 
you had made just about 65. 66. It was 66,000 66, yeah. take home in one month. And I wanted to talk about, and that's decent money too, right? That's pretty cool. But the magnitude of having the right person on your side with you, I'm going to share, you know, I, I was coming out of a, I don't even like to give the power to say that it was a relationship, right? I was in a place in my life where I was, I was still beating the shit out of myself from my, uh, just the rage, the guilt, the anger, the frustration, the failures that I, the past, I might've been sober if you will, but like I was only going on three years of my own comeback journey. And I was, I didn't connect to the piece of like having a relationship to, to be the man that I, uh, that I am today. Right. Like I was just a cheater. I was a piece of shit. I was garbage, but I was coming out of this toxic fucking place that I was living in. And you were coming out of a place that wasn't awesome either. And then we decided to connect and we made a bunch of different decisions or I made a bunch of different decisions to step up to the plate and to lead and to literally change everything about the way that I operated in a relationship, the way that I felt in a relationship, the value that I brought to a relationship. And I wanted to quantify that for the men out there that don't, they look at their wives, you look at your business and you can't find a direct correlation to the ROI or if you can't find the direct correlation ROI to to the bottom line of how much money you're making or why it's fucked up, I would like you to consider the fact that your relationship and your wife is not bringing the value that you need or you're not bringing her the value that she needs. And when you brought the value into my life, and I'll let you talk here in a minute, it went to 66,000. And now I'll tell another interesting fact, 13, 13 months of dating together. Actually, we got married in literally- What, like it, 10 months or well, something? We got, we got married in August. So yeah. less than a year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like 10, I guess you're right, 10, 12, math, both of our math sucks today. 10, 12 months together, I was making 250, I made 252,000, or we made 252,000 in 13 months, right? We did. And then we went on, we went through the pan, we went through the pandemic like everybody else, and we're looking back at our numbers, and then I know in October of October of 21, we built, I built 981,000 and collected 700,000. Mm -hmm. Like, think about that. <laughs> I know these numbers are so crazy. So you want to, so I want to talk about that. Cause you know, there's going to be some TikTokers. Oh, he's rich Fox, right? Like going to talk shit. Or I don't know how Ryan's going to chop this up. I don't care. But the right dude, the right woman, the relationship, you said you wanted to bring value. I want you to understand the amount of fucking value that was there. Like those numbers that I got, that I, that I achieved, that we achieved was not me. I fully believe that I would not have been able to achieve that success with the pressure that comes with doing something like that in such a short amount of time. Right. Right. And, and not, it's one thing to make the money, but we are, we are highly profitable, like highly profitable, highly profitable. Yes. we are. And it wasn't, so there's the value of the dollar that I want people to equate to the value of the relationship. There's a high driven man out there that's listening to this thing today. That's hearing this thing. He's inside my group or not inside my group. He's looking at his wife. He's looking at his relationship. He's getting real. He's getting raw. He's staying like relevant with his thoughts and his beliefs inside of this, this, this money, this life that he's trying to create. He's looking at his wife and he's like, fuck. I'm not giving her everything that I need or that she needs. And she's holding me back because I'm not doing that. I don't even think they really realize that you don't portion think so? though. Let's hear your take on it. I think a, I think a super aware gentleman is going to be like, we'll take that extreme ownership, 
as you would, I can only speak and like what I truly think that you would do. You would look at things and you'd be like, fuck, my relationship isn't what it should be because I'm, I'm not doing something. What am I not giving my wife? I mean, that's just how you operate. Um, I don't know if a lot of gentlemen operate that way. I think it's more of like a, well, fuck, she's a, we just did it this morning. What? I just did that this morning when we were talking about <clears throat> things we're going to say on this, this, this show. Yeah. And I said, uh, you know, we talk about things you do and you're like, I don't really do much for myself besides go to the gym. And I took it personal. You did. <laughs> yes. I just, I was cause talking. I'm, a, cause I'm emotional. You are emotional, right? Emotional like this. <laughs> we're going to, I can't wait to get into those things. Um, but where I was going with that is I don't know if, a, um, enough gentlemen practice that like super hyper awareness, or if they have that extreme ownership built into them, you are a very, you, you, you practice that daily. I could say something. I could literally be like, Oh, I tripped and fell. And you'd be like, Oh my God, that's my fault. I should have fucking shoveled the driveway again before you left. Like you just are, that is how you were built, you know? Um, and I'm kind of the same way too. You know, how many, how often are we both like, no, it's my fault. I'll say something. You'd be like, no, it's my fault. And it just, it's funny how that works, but I don't know if enough gentlemen do that. Well, that's, that's the value that we need to bring to the fucking call today. Like they need to understand that 100% ownership and responsibility in everything that you do, especially as the man who's a fucking leader that you should take it serious. 100%. I don't, it's interesting to the type of individuals that decide to engage with us in our conversations and on our podcasts, because it becomes, or it, maybe it's just the gentlemen that don't practice it, who get offended so easily when we have these types of conversations, it's always like, oh, well, the wife doesn't take any, of course, it's all put it all on the man, blame, blame, blame. And that this, this type of conversation is not for you. So you can just sit down because there's a gentleman out there who gets it. There's a man out there who gets it. And this is who we're speaking to in, in, in this sense. Um, it's always the weakest. That, that is the loudest. loudest. Yeah, that is unfortunately true. Um, but you're right. Bringing it back to let's relive those the value. Let's, let's relive those years. Like go back and just talk. Cause I also know there's a whole like little underworld of women that love you. Like from this podcast. So like, yeah, Kendra's cool. I get text messages on it. Right. Some little girl in Starbucks said uh, was asking for you. Right. So like, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Um, you weren't who you, you didn't, you didn't have a, whatever the, the nice clothes, the, big diamond ring, the brand new car, the house. When the I met, when we, when we had first got together, I was a single mom. I had my own place. I'm raising two little girls. Buying something brand new to me was going to Goodwill and saying that, well, I didn't own this before, but it's new to me. So this is like my new clothing. That's what I did. That's what I could afford. That's how I live. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. I was, I was living, I was living well in my means and I was cool with that. I was, I was, I was living. I wasn't going to say I was thriving, but I was doing okay. Right. But it was hard for me. It's, it's, it's even kind of hard for me to have the conversation of the value that I bring, because once again, I know that when we got together, the happiness, the love, the, the respect and, and our immense intensity to grow together was unmatched. And I really, my favorite part about the beginning of our relationship, I, when I remember is you took full leadership in the fact like, okay, this is the woman I'm bringing on. You knew that I had never 
this is a new world that I was stepping into this world of like self-development and, and growth. And I, I just didn't know. I didn't know about it. I didn't know it existed, but it excited me. I loved the way that you spoke. I love the way that you carried yourself. I love that you thought differently than like anybody I ever met before. I was like, oh my gosh, if I didn't like love this man before, I love him even more now, you know? And it was hard for me to look at the value that I was bringing into that because I just, I was like rising to what you were leading me into, you know? Um, so I always give the credit to you. You do the work, you do whatever. Um, you're the one staying up late. You're the one taking the courses. You're the one that's doing all this. I, I truly believe I brought a piece, P-E-A-C-E into your life that you had been missing. I, I truly think that I brought a comfort into your life, happiness for sure, love, made you believe that you are worth love, that you deserve it. And it's amazing watching you flourish over the years when you start to believe it yourself more and more and more and more. You know, I just pour it into you. The kids pour it into you. So it's hard for so me to. It's interesting. For it's you, hard for me, I guess. It's interesting for you to hear, <clears throat> to say those things without recognizing the amount of value that that takes to somebody who never had those things. And I don't, and I don't doubt that. To me, it's just such a normal part of my being and i mean like and, and i mean in the sense that i'm nice i'm kind i'm not gonna make you feel like trash i'm not gonna i'm not gonna tell you that your dreams are garbage or that you can't do something it was you presented me with this like i am a comeback idea and where you're going in this world and you wanted me to come with you you made that so clear and i was like well of course i'm gonna support this man like he literally worships the ground i walk on he treats me like a queen. He does everything for me. He does exactly what he says he's going to do all the time. All I wanted to do was give you more of what you were giving me. So all the love, all the, all the happiness, all the respect, all the everything I gave back to you was only because you gave that to me. I mean, I, I think so many people miss that part of it. You know, it was like massive reciprocation back and forth all the time which I think speaks volumes for our relationship, but you always, and I love that you, I love that you always want to make sure that you, that I know the value that I, I've brought to your life. But every single time I'm just like, yes, I, I know that, but, and I, I appreciate that you telling me that, but See, think, truly it's that way because you've given it to me. Sure. Well, it's reciprocated for sure. But I think <clears throat> interesting thing about value in a relationship when you're building some big shit in a business, cause like, dude, like, honestly, like we're just getting started. I'm literally going to hit three years from now. I'm going to do a hundred million dollars a year. And then I can say I've actually accomplished something yeah. up until now. I'm just doing, I'm just working and I won't get that. So let, let me just talk about like the value that I was able to see or recognize in you that I would love for you to see and recognize inside of yourself was that there was stability. Yes. Right. There was stability inside of this person. Yeah. And you, everything that I did, you mirrored back. And at moments at first, and I didn't do it to like test, but at moments I was just wondering how it would be reciprocated. I can remember literally times where we would be having sex and then we'd get done and you would we'd get, you know, whatever, get cleaned up, go to sleep. And I would pull the fucking sheets over my head and, and work go to computer? work yeah. <laughs> yeah. till like three, four in the morning and get up, I drink remember. coffee and do it again. And I never got yelled at. I never got told my ideas were stupid. Nope. I didn't. And, and I'd been in relationships where people were like, or it, and it's not even just, it's just people in my world. They're like, dude, you're, you're dumb. Why don't you go make another stupid fucking Facebook video? Right. 
your idea is never going to work. Dude, I can't believe you're selling cars. You're a loser. Yep. Right? Like people that actually would, I would think were my friends would tell me these things, the people who supposedly cared about me. And then I met this girl. So when you, I don't know, and this is actually exercise homework for you to do. And maybe some of you listeners out there, like you can never fully see people won't really fully be able to see the value in you until you can fully see the value in you. And that's even something I think that you need to work on. And I need to look at, at myself as a leader. It's mm-hmm. it talking about value, no matter who you are. And I know we talked about this a lot, but you can't fully recognize it until you can recognize who you are. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. That is something that I definitely should work more on. I mean, even in this conversation, me not even wanting to take any credit for the hard work that I think that you do, you know, let me just put it this the way. value or, you let know, me just put it this way. Like, just, just like, if I die, who do you think gets this? Sure. Not somebody who didn't bring value to my life. Right. Like, I know you don't not know how to run the company, but I've got people are, maybe you could do better than me. Fuck. I shouldn't <laughs> say that. Right. Like who am I, again, I shouldn't put no limitations on you. I don't know. I don't fucking know. We're doing just fine. Maybe it switches to women and, and it, it transcends and goes on to that. I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. My point is that if there was no value in you and you weren't capable of learning, you weren't smart, you weren't loving, you weren't kind, you weren't these things, I'd straight up, I would have to leave it to, I don't know who I would leave it to. Right. I'm not planning on dying, but my point is when you, when you look at it and you measure it from a spot of life or death in a relationship, in a business, and those are things we're talking about getting paid and getting laid, <clears throat> like I have to trust you all of you. Yep. And that is what brought the value from the gate. Mm-hmm. You didn't fucking, you, 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 <clears throat> these things are so simple, but I guarantee you there's people that watch this and they're going to look at their relationship, with their significant other. And they're going to be like, yo, this is strange as fuck. Like he's, he's right. Your phone was always up. Like my phone is up. Right. There I was no, I never thought about that. There was yeah. no, there was no weird text message or random guys text messaging me. You weren't coming home late. You were you like you weren't out. You were actually getting up and going to fucking work at the dentist office at five a.m. I start your car, and get the I like you. You were hustling yourself. Like there was nothing to hide. Here I am. The things I disliked at the time were how stressed out you were because you pick your fucking face, which you don't do anymore. Well, you still do, but not like to that degree anymore. <laughs> but there was an initial ability to trust somebody and consume enough of her energy to be able to take and build with every day to know that at home, while I'm focused on a goal and we have a financial mark we're trying to achieve right now, I'm not worried about you fucking the pool boy. Right. There's people out there. I had a guy not, yeah. I mean, I had a guy literally on my call the other day who he was thankful for my call because he was thinking about having sex with the house cleaner. Like this wow. world that people live in is fucked up. So fucked up. <laughs> so fucked up. Well, I'm glad we helped them. I hope that yeah. hope it didn't happen since then. My point is, I wanted to go deep there, and you can see the energy I have because trust isn't fucking just given. It shouldn't be given away. Yeah, I completely agree with that. My favorite thing, and and I think why so much of our respect and and love and like honor for each other and our growth together is because of the massive trust that we have for each other since the beginning it was so easy for me to trust in you yeah all those little things that i you don't had no reason to trust me and i had no reason to trust you we were two people that had never known each other from before we met and it was like okay we're doing this but from i literally made videos telling the world i was a fucking 
cheater, liar, piece of shit. Like <laughs> I was like, you know what? Let me give this guy a whirl. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like I was, I was kind of questioning your sanity. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? No, um, it's uh, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> But from the it's, be- uh, it's real, dude. That like, was real, yeah. Like I mean, not to not to go all, but these fucking those these people wrote a fuck like a sixty-two chapter book. To be honest, I and I maybe this is like me being like cocky in myself, and I don't believe that I'm some sort of like oh I want to heal everybody type of person. I'm just not that way. The facts are, I saw you in the gym. I saw you lifting. I saw that you were just like hyper-focused on what you were doing. You had this like fuck you attitude world, like to the world. And you were lifting heavy and you just did your thing. You talked to no one. And I was like, this man, this man is a man. This man is a man and, and he needs somebody. Maybe I'm a little crazy too, but he needs somebody like me who gets that. Like who's going to allow him to be exactly who the fuck he wants to be. I'm not going to change you. I'm going to, I'm going to, and, and I mean, we got together, we went on the date and yeah, I heard all these things about how you were insane and you did all these drugs and blah, blah, blah. Like, oh my God, you're dating Mark Jennison. Get away. Like I, I had countless, countless people tell me all over town, all over town, Kendra, you know about him, right? You should get away from him. And I was like, thank you. But the I same people now who are like, oh, I get to know Mark. Oh my God, I love he's, Mark Jennison. Oh, he's so awesome. <laughs> but, but from the beginning, you were exactly who you said you were, you did exactly what you said you were going to do. And you never let me down ever or my kids down or the kids down, you know, do you know <coughs> ever. And so all these people that wanted to like add their two cents. And I was like, yeah, well he does the exact opposite. He actually worships the ground. I walk and he respects me. He does this. He goes out of his way um, to show me how much he cares. And that has never faltered one time. And do you know, what makes do you i don't know if you've ever we've had this conversation but do you know what makes me a good husband do you know a great husband do you know what makes me a great leader of the comeback do you know what makes what is the heart and the soul of i'm a comeback in me as a man my ability to be vulnerable yep. in front of anybody at any time to let them know that i'm not perfect yep. yet i will never fucking quit and that i'm a store of redemption and resilience day in and day out and i'm going to do what the fuck i say i do no matter how hard or how stupid it looks and I have to. But it's that vulnerability. Yes. I found so much respect in that when I met you. I was like, uh, I was floored. That's why these weak pussies that we're going to talk about here in a couple of minutes are like, it's such a big deal. They're like, they're like vulnerability. Like, emotions. I'm, I'm tough, man, bro. I guarantee you, emotionally, physically, spiritually, financially, mentally, I will fuck you up. I'm sure you would. But, <laughs> yeah. but because I, but because like, so you want to talk about the value of the relationship. You opened up a place for me to fucking be me. And what has thrived through that is millions and millions of dollars, but even furthermore, millions of lives impacted. Yep. And that is the value of getting paid and getting laid. We can even, you know, that, that's what I like to call that because that's really what I wanted from you. Yeah. I, I wanted to be, I wanted to build a big business. I wanted to be on fire. I wanted my relationship to be great. I wanted to get laid all the time, which I do. Yep. Right. Like I want, I, and I wanted to do it with the point where like, I, I can learn this woman. You said it the other day, he learned, you learn everything about me. Yep. And I think the greatest, one of the greatest things that we've ever done for each other in the sense that, um, and I've said it once and I'll say it forever, but you are an emotional individual and so many men or women hear that and they're like, oh my God, how dare she say that he's emotional as if that's a terrible thing. It's not your it, it, rage, happiness, you know, all there's 
more than one type of emotion, I think people just automatically hear that and think crying or something, right? I don't know. Maybe you're just not as intellect intellectually uh, capable as I thought, but <laughs> most people. Well, <clears throat> but, know, I think society, these 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 fucking people, right? I think that they they think that they're tough because they can stand around and sedate and drink with a beer and they guard off whatever feelings and emotions that they have. Sure. I, I know like legit killer Navy SEAL fucking people. So do I, yeah. So do you, right? Some of our, like Clay, or, or, you know, Guida, like some of the most tough, badass, even like the other men, like Garrett and Sean, like every fucking man that I respect and revere who literally is either fucking killing it in a business game or an athlete, like the athletic game is emotionally fucking a little bit unstable. Like unstable is not the right word, but like well, they can feel them. And they, it's, it, it's what makes you tick. And where I was going with that is, yeah, you you being that emotional and, and and being able to be vulnerable to your wife, which I love, and me allowing you to just be as you are. You know, when you have fits of rage, when you have fits of 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 happiness or, or fits of whatever it is, frustrations, I'm not sitting there bashing you or using that against you. Not once have I ever or would I ever use any of that that vulnerability against you because that is what a weak individual does. I allow you that peace and that safety of, you know what? My wife is my best friend. She is my she is my confidant. She is my everything and and that's what we do for each other. I can confide in you, you can confide in me. We don't use it against each other. It's just, okay, you needed to get that out. You got that out. All right, now let's fix this. Where are we going? What action do we take next? Well, according to this guy, you are my wife but not my friend. And 220 people liked that. Oh. I don't even I know. Want to, I want this to go full circle before we get it. I don't know what it means either. Yeah. Um, before we get into that, do you understand now after having this open dialogue, how much more value you brought into my world over the past going on five years? Like, I need you to see that. Like, in front of these people that are going to look at this, I need yeah. you to understand without you, there would be not be a level, there would not be a level of I'm a comeback that existed. I would never be able to tap into the emotion. I'd still be fighting the aggression of the failures of, of fouled relationships of like, I literally was going to just be Phoenix's dad. Yep. How many men would have listened to me? How many men do you think truly would have listened to me? If all I was, was a pissed off individual at women who raised his fucking son really great and worked super hard all night long. Probably not a lot. Probably not a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not a lot. So when I, when I show up <clears throat> on these calls and I tell you day in and day out, like I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here. This thing wouldn't be here. It's not going to become what it was. And this, this fucking podcast that we're creating or whatever this, I don't even really know what we're doing with this right now, but we're doing it. Cause I know there's a time and a place down the road where it's going to morph into something like this is our time now that we're still creating. It's just this stage of the journey and the journey would never, never existed. Had you not done the things that you could do so I could create the space to create the fucking movement. The movement. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I know. And I, I love and I appreciate you always for telling me that. You do. You remind me all the telling time. Telling you and value. you believing it. I know. Are two different I, things. So I am I need, working. I'll make you do some motherfucking push-ups on here right now. I will knock out all the fucking push-ups. That's too easy. <laughs> I wasn't talking about those guys. <laughs> all right. Do you have anything you want to add on that topic? No. Do you feel like you, you, do you feel like you left some value? I bring so much value to your life. Do you feel I like you brought value to this value call? value queen. <laughs> Yeah, not the dollar general queen. No. All right, so now what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and just read some of these comments off of this video that you just did that or that we just did that hit at the time five, six hundred thousand 
um, five, five or six hundred thousand reading some of these things losing my mind. It's fucking crazy. It is pretty funny, actually. So what, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna read. I, I'm gonna read them. You have them there too, sure. and then I want you to like give feedback. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna give my my cool. feedback, and then you can say what you think. Cool. Okay, ready? I'm ready. Set. Fire. <laughs> Never talk to them. Wait, I should probably back it up so that so they can understand it. All we said. All you said was, I can't, I'm not the right person to be able to help you with this to some degree, right? I, I think I was talking, we were talking about the lawyer situation. I was fucking angry. I was frustrated. Garrett, Garrett became my mentor, yeah. right? Yep. Not just in my mentor, in business, in my relationship, and just in my life, like a fucking someone. And I spent a lot of money to be able to have him. And I think that's probably what pisses these guys off is they can't even fucking afford to finance a pack of bubble gum. Right. It's not even an yeah. option. So with that being said, I'm going to read these things, give my quick like take and then let you know. <clears throat> so never talk to them like this. Suffer silently, suffer silently. I'll bet any amount in her head she's already divorced him. Number one, suffer silently. You're fucking dumb. Like that's the worst advice you could ever give to anybody. Cause if, what if somebody really was hurting and all you're doing is sending them down the rabbit hole to kill themselves to so go fuck yourself. And as far as divorce him, I can guarantee you that I've, she's never thought about it. I, I know that for a fact. If anyone, I thought about divorcing her because I'm not good enough. And that is because I bring value as a man that I want to fucking actually build her this kingdom worth something and a world you will never be able to comprehend, my friend. Yeah, I read this and it makes me actually really just feel sad for this gentleman. The fact that he is not comfortable enough in his own skin or vulnerable enough to be able to speak to somebody so freely without being fear of being judged or without Im immediately thinking that, oh my gosh, if I share something that is hurting me, my wife is going to want to divorce me. You, sir, have a little bit of work to do. Note to men. This is real, I'm going to say this in like a man. This is Note to men. Never open up too much to a woman, no matter who she is. At the end of the day, you're going to be seen as weak. Bro, the only thing I do is make her weak on the knees with my doggy style. Yeet, yeet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I read this. And once again, I feel so sad for this gentleman that feels like he can't open up to his woman without being seen as weak. Um, a true, if we want to like use like king and queen's analogies as so many people can understand it, a true queen is going to know every single piece in and out weakness strengths of her king. So that way she can only allow him to rise up. Um, I think that you not speaking to me or opening up to me and sharing your feelings or emotions would actually make you weak. The fact that you would feel like you Agreed. had to struggle alone. But like I said, a true queen is going to honor and, and take exactly what you say and raise you up. Agreed. Your answer is way better, but I still like mine better. I like yours better I like too. this one. <laughs> Hope the best for you both. You're showing healthy honesty and boundaries. Recognize a neutral third party can help us work out the personal crap. I got nothing to say here except for I wish and hope that you have the best life that you can possibly live. Yeah, I always appreciate anybody and everybody who says nothing but kind things because we are real human beings <laughs> behind you keyboard warriors. So good, positive feedback. That was cool. Translation, I'm losing respect for you and can't shoulder your mess. Listen, I think my, my take on that one is I think you have enough respect that if I was actually having a mess, you would come at me like, yo, you have a mess. Nothing that you said, nothing that you framed, nothing in that conversation was like, yo, you're falling apart. It was actually trying to put the pieces together because you literally know, you knew what was possible. Yep. 
Yep. Right. You know, because I do it every day for thousands of people. And then you're like, yo, you need something too, because I can't do this. And I don't even think you think my life is messy. I think you were just trying to figure out what you're really saying is I need you to rise up and fucking create this kingdom because you got more work to do. Yeah. It actually makes me sad that so many gentlemen on here have these types of comments because the fact of the matter is our healthy, super healthy relationship and healthy conversations that we have with each other um, are just that. So many people don't, can't comprehend what that looks like. Me saying exactly what I mean, being as direct as I am with you and, and vice versa. So many people can't handle that or they're so used to people pussyfooting around certain things. So me saying this or me saying, you know what? This is not something I can help you with, but I know a mentor that can. And the fact that anybody would take that and, and f try to flip that script about me saying that that means you're weak or that I think you're a mess is hilarious and ridiculous. <laughs> um, you, sir, also, I feel very, very sad for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm noticing a trend too, and I'm looking at the likes, like all the people who talk negatively, nobody likes it. I mean, there's a couple, one here I can't wait to get to, but the people that encourage it actually get likes likes on their posts. So it seems like more often than not that people are enjoying it. So these three I'm going to read at one time so we can get, or there's four in a row. Setting a boundary for what you have the capacity to handle is so hard in a relationship. You guys are inspiring. Every single person should have someone in their life, a brother, a sister, a friend. Your partner is not responsible for every emotion in your relationship. Great job for recognizing this and voicing this. This is a healthy communication. There are some things that you can't do for him. People chill. You can love someone, but tell them they need someone more suited for this situation. That's more loving than faking it. You two are a real inspiration. I'm trying to expose y'all to my wife without exposing y'all to my wife. Like, I think that's, <laughs> I think that's, that's funny. I hopefully she hears that, but, um, I think it's just, uh, again, for all four of you guys, I got nothing but love, nothing but like hope and just respect for the fact that you can recognize that life requires work. And sometimes work requires people that can see inside of your life and inside of the frame of things not going the way you want to help you extract it to build your life. I mean, mentorship, guidance, love, appreciation, yep. respect. Those are all real things. And I I've got that for all four of them. And I love that they get it. They love it. They, they get exactly the type of relationship and the type of communication that we are like expressed to one another. There was no taking anything out of context. There was no, you know, nothing but love and positivity. So much love to you guys. Give it back. Yep. Now this one is my favorite one. Which one? 387 people like this one. <laughs> Imagine your girl. I'm going to just look in this camera. Imagine your girl talking about how emotional you get. And 387 of you liked that and could not believe that. Okay. But I, <laughs> here's my response. Imagine your girl deep throating a dude while you're emotionally unavailable watching the Monday night football game. Can't make your ends meet having four different babies from four different mamas because you're a beat little boy inside and you don't know who you are as a man. Imagine that. Yeah. I, um, I can't believe that so many people replied to this and even liked this because one emotional is much more than just one emotion. So I'm going to, I'm going to think this is fair to say that this gentleman thinks that I'm calling you a crybaby. By me saying that you're emotional. I wish I could cry more. I wish Actually, that you, I wish that you, I wish that you would I, too. It's something I'm allowed to. No. Just, I, or not allowed. I just don't fucking can't get it out sometimes. Um, so you, sir, 
need to take things for what they are and not for what you're feeling. Me calling my husband emotional is a fact. And he agrees with this. His ego does not allow him to get in the way. And he's not fucking uh, standing here saying, oh my God, I'm not emotional. How dare you? My ego, all these things, blah, like. He'd be like, yeah, you're right. You know what? I do feel things pretty deeply. So it sounds like if you're in a relationship and if your girlfriend, which I, uh, by the reading this, I feel very sorry if this is your girlfriend, um, if you do have a girlfriend, because you should be able to be 100% open and vulnerable and you should be able to speak freely to your girlfriend and she should be able to speak freely to you without you getting so emotionally worked up that you can't even fucking function. Because me saying this to my sexy husband over here, you're emotional. You want to know what he's going to do? He's going to be like, yeah, you're right. You're right. I am. And I'm gonna, you know what I'm going to say? I love you for that. And you know what that dude's going to do? He's going to fucking. He's going to keep beating off in his basement to law and, law and order SVU. And you want to know what? I can't believe that so many people liked this because that tells me. She's getting fired up. I am. <laughs> that tells me that so many people in relationships are not used to healthy and direct communication that. You are, you are beating around the bush all the time or you're walking on eggshells around your boyfriend or girlfriend because you're afraid they're going to snap at you for calling them exactly what they are. Is that crazy? Am I, am I, am I crazy? No. If you called me emotional, I'd be like, okay, maybe in this situation I was being emotional. Like, Just put away your ego for a second, bro, and maybe realize that this is constructive criticism or maybe it is just a fact and there's nothing wrong with that either way. But I just think this is this is literally insane that so many people like this. Imagine your girl talking about how emotional you get. You should All be right. proud of that, right? We're giving this cat too much love. All right. She's his wife, but not his friend. I don't know if that's meant if that's good, bad. To I don't I don't quite get that one. Maybe I'm just not that smart. Why don't you guys talk shit about me not being that smart? Um, but I can tell you that <clears throat> I've never had a friend as good as her. Like just the reality of it is, I've never. All my friends that have been close to her have died and none of them even came as close to like how we get along. So I don't know. I don't know that what that meant. I just will give you like props on the fact that like we're, we're tight. So you're my, you're my homie, my ride or die. You're my homie. For I'm sure. not part of the OG hoes though. You're not. She's his wife, but not his friend. I don't really know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you're going with guy, but he's definitely my best friend that I also give him head. <laughs> so <laughs> the beginning of the end of this marriage, the beginning of the end, you know what? Like maybe you're right. Not in the fact we're getting a marriage. Maybe this is just the beginning of the end of this marriage. Cause the next, cause as we create this life together, it's going to go on and on and on. We're going to keep finding next levels to this shit. Right. And we're actually out to create a kingdom and a massive and a legacy together. So in order, just like me in my own personal journey, I, every day I am fucking, I die to be reborn and this relationship can do the same. So in that sense, maybe you're right. But I think you were talking more of the fact like a fucking average person who thinks that people who work on their problems are going to fucking crumble. But you may, you might be right, bro. Uh, the beginning of the end of this marriage. You have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's simple. <laughs> you sir watched a 30 second clip which is probably still too long for your attention span. And you have concluded that our, our marriage is the beginning of the end. Um, that's hilarious. Good luck. Good luck with your life. <laughs> Divorce instantly. This is Jada and Will all over. <laughs> this, is, this is the best one. Why didn't this get more likes? Uh, yeah, this one only got 216 likes. Bro, 
I, this is not enough likes on this. Yeah, this is well I'm, thought out, sir. You, sir. He's a comedian, right? This guy? Yeah, I, he's got to be. I don't know, man. I mean, cracking I'm, jokes on here like this. Am I supposed to slap somebody or what? I mean, actually, you know, like I don't, I don't really know anything about their relationship because here's the truth. Like, yeah, I was going to say, like, I'm too busy <laughs> worried about building my life, helping men, building this movement, dealing with my team, helping people out because they need help. And like, I heard that Will Smith had some mental issues and obviously I'm a huge Will Smith fan. I fucking love all his movies. I love everything that he's been about since Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So like, hopefully their life's good. Yeah. I don't know shit about Will and Jada except for the pop-off that happened at the Oscars apparently. So you, sir, have too much time on your hands keeping up with all this celebrity drama. Well, I'm over here collecting dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> this, I think this is good too. Is this the last one? Not sure she's in the right league. I think she's batting for the other team. I think they're trying to call you a lesbian. <laughs> oh, oh my God. We need, we, need your, we need your brother-in-law, my brother, to come in. He'll tune some people up on that. Come on, man. I can assure I just think you. that's funny. Do I, I, look, I, do I look like a lesbian? <laughs> Don't answer that. I might. I might, but I can assure you. I mean, we like to joke all the time about your green shorts that you had on. and You know, it's honestly... It's fair if this gentleman, which he'll never see me in real life because I'm in the gym and I'm in places that he'll probably just will never be able to reach, even comments like this. But um, if you saw me in the gym, fair enough. If you called me a lesbian, I may look like one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, once again, I can assure you that my husband's penis says otherwise <laughs> <laughs> i don't even need to i don't even need to say anything about that right so oh i just think God. i just think it's funny but but anyways for those of you who leave positive happiness love engage and you get it you truly get healthy communication you get healthy boundaries you get that relationships require an immense amount of respect or immense amount of honor uh immense amount of, of just love and fun you get it Props to you for you small dick weasel, <laughs> weaselly men out there that don't get it. I'm sorry, but I'm not really sorry. Continue to watch our podcast and you will learn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and honestly, for me, like what I want to wrap this thing up with, regardless, there are people who talk shit about this. Maybe there's something going on in your world that's hurting you. And I hope that you can find something for you. I hope you can find some value for yourself. I hope you can like, you can talk shit. We can talk shit back. That's the coolest thing about it. Right? It like is. you literally can talk shit about me. I put myself out there. You put yourself out there. It comes with the territory. But at the end of the day, our kingdom is united. It's stronger now than it's ever been. And every fucking day, 2023 for you and I is going to be off the hook. I'm going to take these fuckers with me. They're either going to go where we're going here, just back to what we're doing. And we're going to keep focusing on us and keep making this type of content, keep doing this podcast to help liberate souls and find the redemption that they're after in their own personal stories on the quest for greatness and to have it all in their life. That's it for today's episode of the Comeback Podcast, the Comeback Couples Podcast. We'll see you soon.